Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? Welcome to Fire Fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the grooviest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. Just popping those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my was power, Earth 2 with features. Neither listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back. As we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wisecracks. Welcome to the show, this is Fireside Chats. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me as always are my wonderful sidekicks, first, Mr. Mashko. Can I kick it? Hey, can I kick it? Kick it, kick it. I can kick it. Yeah, he kicks it. He kicks it often. A lot of, lot of kicking happening. Yeah. Whole Not lot a lot of, of punching, but a whole lot of kicking. Kickboxing, <laughs> I guess. What was that Tybo's name? That Tybo dude? What was his name? Tybo. Uh, remember what? what? From Kickboxer? Yeah, remember, no. The movie? I remember the, the jazzercise, like the Tybo exercise became real big oh, for a while. Oh, Billy, uh, Billy Blank? Billy Banks? Well, that's your new name. Billy, Once you figure it out, that's uh, your new name. And all right. covering for literally everyone else here at Fireside, we have the glorious Felix Hergood. Yeah, this is Felix Hergood of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. And can we just real quick, just a congratulations. Hey. 300 episodes this week. over at the Emerging Gamer Podcast. We did it. That's amazing. 300. Yeah, it took us a while. When, you're, when you finish listening to this, go listen to that 300. Well, in le- if you didn't watch Loki episode two, watch that, then listen to this, then go over to Emerging Gamer and, and, and listen to that. Well, if, if you're into gaming, the episode is coincidentally as well, also our E3 2021 episode. So it's mm. like the E3 event has uh-huh. been going on uh, virtually for like the whole week, you know, like or, or earlier last week. So they were announcing all kinds of like really cool, exciting games. And we were just talking yeah. about what's what was good, what was so-so and what was terrible. <laughs> Guardians of the Fever Dream. <laughs> yeah, I heard they're they're yeah. making. Yeah, I saw that they're making a Guardians of the Galaxy um, Square Enix game. My problem with that is the Avengers Square Enix game, which is oh yeah, like a paid for <laughs> service. I'm tired of service games in general. Although mm-hmm. you know, when that Black Panther DLC drops, I'm going to be stoked for like 35 minutes, and then I beat it, and I'll never play that game again. But, and- <laughs> but the claim with that Guardians game, not to take away from your show for too long, but the the. sorry the claim with that guardians game is that it's going to be story only so Mm -hmm. that's the claim so i'll believe it when i see it people go listen to the monday show where we talk all about that (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) nice little recap there from mr uh mr hergood okay look we had other ideas on what today's show is going to be but then loki episode two dropped and things changed dramatically and i feel it's only right to talk about what this could mean for the future of the MCU. So here's how we're going to do this. Just like last time, we're going to do a little round-robin review, talk about what we thought of the uh, the second episode, and we will keep it spoiler-free. When we are done that, spoiler territory. Then it's on you. At that point, it's on you. So I'll kick us off. It was a great episode. Uh, I loved I loved the direction where it's going. It, it I was very surprised by the big twist at the end. Um, I, Tom Hiddleston is still making that show because at first when you see Tom Hiddleston like in the like the detective gear almost just like in the shirt and tie, I was like I'm. Uh, because you're just so used to seeing Loki presented in a certain way, but then the moment he starts going full Loki, you're like, oh, this is fine, this is fine. So uh, it's great. 
I have no real complaints or qualms. I'm just very excited for what this means for the future of the MCU. Mashko. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you what. I was disappointed in... Yeah, you give me that face. I was disappointed for probably the first 20, 25 minutes. And, you know, I was getting very heavy procedural, uh, you know, vibes throughout the episode, which wasn't bad. It just seemed like it was a little slower. You weren't getting as much from the first episode. Now, the first episode obviously set everything up. Um, but that's kind of what it, where it was going. But the back half of the episode, completely different different change for me. Uh, and, again, the the ending... We, I think we saw something coming, but we didn't necessarily see exactly what we got. Not to that degree. And I don't, you know, we talked about this last week with the first episode. We were giving ideas about what was going to happen. And you you went on your, you know, theory uh, tirade, I would say. And, <laughs> you know, you talked a lot about what happened in the second episode in a way, like what was coming. And... It was a lot faster than we thought. We, th- I, th- I thought, I thought what gonna, we saw. Right. right. I thought that was the end of the What end. happened at the end of this? <laughs> yes. Um, so all in all, good show. It just it took a little while to get there for me. The spoiler-free section of this episode is bothering me. <laughs> it's very hard. Eh. It's very hard not to spoil things at this point. Her good. Her uh, good I'm not- dude, we're going to do something different with you. We're going to do something different with you because you haven't been on for the first episode. Go ahead and give me yeah. a review of Loki thus far, first and second. So thus far, I like it better than both of the other Marvel series that have been produced. And the reason for that is my personal preference for time travel fare, you know, like content that is time travel based, like big fan of Back to the Future, big fan of like Mm -hmm. Time Cop, actually love Time Cop. (laughs) It's really great. The Van Damage movie, Time Cop. Love it. Love Time Cop. So movies that play with time travel are really entertaining to me. So now we're in the vein of like interesting time travel stuff. And it bakes my noodle a little bit. And that's why I'm into it. I mean, not to disparage WandaVision or Falcon and Winter Soldier. Those shows were also, it's like, you know, somebody's like, you know, the image online where it's like, there's two images and it's the girl from the office. And she's just like, yeah, pretty much the same thing. <laughs> like, that's exactly how I feel about all these shows. They're all great. Uh, it's all what I love, you know, but like, I really like the time travel stuff. Now, being specific about the second episode, um, I don't think I fully understood the twist at the end to the degree that you guys understand the twist at the end, which we're going to talk about in the spoiler part of this. But I was telegraphing something leading up to that. So I wasn't as surprised and I wasn't that's blown away by what had ended up happening. But now that I think I've talked to you guys pre-show a little bit, I think I have an idea that it's more of a surprise than than I thought because of my limited knowledge with the, with the Loki comics out there. Um, but I really enjoyed the episode. I thought it was I think I like a slow burn. So I think people who don't like a slow burn with a lot of dialogue in their and their television could get really bored with the first half of this episode. But other than that, I'm into that kind of stuff. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I, the first half didn't bother me just because I, I found a lot of just small, subtle details, especially with the second viewing that I didn't, oh. I did not notice at first. Um, but even something is okay. Spoiler. Now we're getting into spoiler territory. This is it. This is your spoiler warning. We did our round robin spoiler. review. Now, now we're getting into it. Now, um, so when in the first, uh, the first, when the episode starts in the um, when variant Loki takes on the the TVA and he takes his hostage. Well, she mm-hmm. takes her hostage. I guess at this point we could say. <laughs> um, 
When you say variant Loki, you're referring to the version that is revealed to be female. I'm, infer- I'm, in- I'm referring to Enchantress. <laughs> I'm just going to go flat out yeah, and say it at this right. point. Just going straight, straight, straight up it. Enchantress. But we'll, we'll, talk, what, we'll, what? we'll talk about that in a second. Can I just ask a question? But what tipped you off to that being that character? I, how will, that character will, was dressed? We will get there, bro. Okay. We will get there. I want to know. <laughs> we will get there. <laughs> um, but the song, I Need a Hero, playing throughout that whole fight, goes back to what yep. I said from the first episode, that Loki, variant Loki, is the hero of this story. The TVA are the villains. They don't realize they're the villains. And that variant Loki is giving the world free will to destroy what the timekeepers are doing. The timekeepers are the actual villains here. And the TVA are just following orders, not understanding what they're doing. Lady Loki, Enchantress Loki, variant Loki, understands that the world has no free will. Because again, even uh, Mobius and Loki have that talk. Like, there is no such thing as free will. And he's like, I wouldn't look at it that way. And it's like, well, it kind of is. Even in the first, uh, when he goes, when he's talking about the bomb, and he was like, uh, yeah, it resets the timeline, which is just a great way of saying it evaporates everything <laughs> that's there. Or, um, it's it disintegrates, disintegrates is the word they but use. Mm-hmm. Point yeah. is, is that it's another, it's, they don't truly understand what it is that they're doing. They've just always known that. Like the dude who didn't know what a fish was literally sat behind a desk for all eternity. Like they have no concept. Uh, Mobius saying it's real because I believe it's real. His undying belief in what he's been told, the propaganda he's been told his whole existence is the only thing is the is the the, the house of, of cards that this organization is built on. And I think Loki is going to destroy that. That's I think the whole thing is the good guys aren't always good. Bad guys aren't always bad. Our bad guy is going to do something uh, good by doing something bad. And the good guys are going to do something bad by trying to do something good. I think that's the whole show. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's an it's an authoritarian authoritarian organization. Right. That is limiting people's freedoms. Like. But I think it goes even crazier than that. Of course. Like, for example, they kept yeah. talking about the rings uh, from the, the water glass. Right. Right. When he, when he mm-hmm. puts his glass down on, on his boss's table and, and she's like Mobius and he's like, the rings were already there. And she goes, coaster. Well, and then she <laughs> said earlier, you're not the only person that I've been talking to. I forget what his job title is. But what if the other person leaving rings is another variant of Mobius? What if there's more than one Mobius running mm-hmm. around that complex? Like we have no mm-hmm. clue because it's literally just propaganda that we've been told from the timekeepers. That's it. So they literally True. could be picking and choosing variants because as we've seen with all the Lokis that they've stopped, there's a, a oh, there's the universe wants to create variations of everybody. It wants to do that. The timekeepers are stopping it. Mm-hmm. So, side mm-hmm. note on that coaster. It was a hexagon. Oh, was it really? Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's still showing up that. everywhere. Another beautiful scene that uh, I didn't notice until my second viewing is when Loki can only look at the case files for the variant remember when he was like i'm trying to try he was like, what case files can i see when he comes across mm. the destruction of asgard when they zoom in oh on his God, eyes well, the one eye is all dark but a little bit of shimmering light and then all of a sudden when the teardrop comes in the light shows on the teardrop as well so all of a sudden the second little beam of light shows up in his eye was it, i didn't notice that the first time around because at first i was like he didn't really care because in the next scene he's like yeah it was sad anyway um but that there was so mm. much in that little eye drop I don't tangent, but still awesome. No, there, that there, was that was that was not a tangent. That was so a great many, part of the episode. <laughs> yeah, there's so many deep cuts in this particular episode. I mean, all of them so far. But there's just so much that people need to. You, know, you have to break it down. You have to analyze it. Where is it coming from? What does it mean? Marvel is so calculated in what they're doing 
that it's it's just it's I don't know. It's amazing, and it's you have to dive into it. And it can also be off-putting. Go ahead. Yeah, if you're not into that, right? right. Well, I this is the mainstream audience too. So comic mm-hmm. fans know this. Comic fans like we we're used to this. This is the world we 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 live in a world where everything will eventually get explained. Movies don't do that. You follow along with what whatever the the protagonist knows, and that's that. Where the the amount of explanation that like Moshko you said was throwing you off is probably throwing a lot of people off. Because they're not looking at. I would say it was throwing me off. They're not <laughs> looking at it as what does what does that single line of dialogue mean for the you know the the <laughs> future of Marvel. They're looking to it as like all right, let's keep this story going. Go ahead. Do you guys know that one of the brain children or the writers who write this show is the brain? The, his other brainchild is Rick and Morty. Do you guys know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, his his name is Michael Waldron. I mean, if you're going to pull someone in for this kind of a story. (laughs) Right. Like, it just takes my mind to this place of like, like Loki and and Rick and Morty are like kind of in the same, you know, possible universe. You know, like, it's just so funny, man. I find Uh, the really clever. uh, The big reveal about the apocalypses I thought was a little weird. I thought it was brilliant when I first watched it. I was like, oh, what a clever idea. Uh, and, And how you can explain you know, the, the timeline not getting destroyed because I'm thinking to myself, the, the moment that Lady Loki or Enchantress Loki comes out and starts doing stuff, it's going to inevitably create time variances. It's going to create more splintered time, uh, more splintered timelines or more splintered variants that become a timeline. Right? It's inevitable. The more that person runs around, it's going to affect things. So I was like, oh, it's clever to put them in an apocalypse where they can't affect time. But then I'm thinking, for as long as the TVA has been around, nobody's thought about that. Like, this is a place, yeah, like, right. they've been around for a long time. You're going to tell me that not one person, f- from, the, from the potential multiple versions of all of them that are there, not one person thought about apocalypses? Especially they have such a crazy file on apocalypses? <laughs> like, they've, they've done the research. I, oh, I was, I was, I, it was brilliant, but at the second, second viewing, I was like, hmm. I feel like somebody maybe there was just like the dude in the room who was like hey maybe we should look into apocalypse and they're like shut up steve you know what i mean like they just <laughs> that was the guy in the room that nobody listened to no nothing all right no i mean it could be the case i you know it was it's a, you, it's you, brilliant you, at the same time i'm like hmm. yeah you hear stories about people you know inventing things and then it doesn't take off or they don't really express their idea and then somebody else ends up doing it and it's a huge success so maybe i just feel like the time the the time variance authority would go all right this person's hiding but they're not creating splintered branches of time where's one place they can do that (laughs) go ahead Uh, i was gonna say do you guys fully understand reset charges uh that it it erases the soon to be timeline. Yeah, and do you th- do you believe that that's actually what it's doing? Because that bel- that's that's where I'm. I don't think yes. reset charges. I don't think we I, fully understand them. I do think that that's what it's doing, and I think that's why the uh, we might as well just get into it at this point. Let's get into that, that yeah, finale. Th- these are the questions I have for you because I want to hear your opinion on this. I think that when Enchantress Loki set the reset charges throughout time, when you see in the the board where they were going, you start seeing things like Sakaar, you see things like Ego, you see major moments in the multi, in the MCU timeline, which explains where What If comes from. 
So why why would, for example, why would T'Challa become the uh, become Star Lord? Because ego was destroyed, right? Never causing um, Star Lord to be bird born would, in the first place. I, I would say pause for a second. Let's if you can give us a quick explanation on Enchantress. Oh, we Sylvie? didn't really yeah. say anything about okay. who this character is. So. so last we did a quick breakdown of Lady Loki on the last show. And Lady Loki comes from after Ragnarok uh, with the spirit of Loki travels into a new body that was supposed to be for Sif. So and that's why I was like, uh, you know, I, I assumed the actress who played Sif was going to be the one under that hood. That's that's mm-hmm. where I thought this was going, and then when she pulled the head, the the headdress back and when she was blonde, I was like, hmm, that's okay. I figured maybe maybe she just said no, I don't want to play the role again, even though she did Agents of Shield, so I feel like she'll do whatever. Um, that is tied into who I believe this is. So. When you look at the, and the only reason I know this is because of those, you know, breakdown, episode two breakdowns that you can find on YouTube, but somebody saw in the case files of all the different Lokis that this character's name is Sylvie. And the Spanish speaking actress in the Spanish version of this show was accidentally named in the credits as Sylvie. Sylvie is the second enchantress who is given her powers by Loki. Loki gave her the, the abilities that she has, which is very similar to the original Enchantress, which is very much what you would expect from sorcerers, mind manipulation. Like, even he says, enchanting's new. Remember when Loki sees her for the first time? Or sees the, the person that she's controlling? He's like, oh, enchanting's new for you. Another hint right. that it's Enchantress. Um, quick, quick note on that. So in the comics, Sylvie is from Oklahoma, and that's where they visited first in episode one. So Ooh, might be a tie in there. Very cool right. because she believes she's from Asgard. Sylvie believes mm-hmm. that she's from Asgard and then finds out later on that it was Loki who, who gave her those powers. Um, but she ties in to the Young Avengers, which is where I believe all of these shows are tying into. Um, I, I believe that what we're seeing is a way to explain where things are coming in future movies without needing to rehash any of it. So when Enchantress later shows up, we no longer have to question where's Enchantress, and we don't have to worry about an origin story for Enchantress. You just have Enchantress as a part of the Young Avengers. Same with um, uh, Patriot in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You know what I mean? Same with uh, Wiccan and Speed. Because Wiccan and Loki are work together um, to uh, against Enchantress. Look, I'm not a big Young Avengers fan, so know that going into this. I'm only going to have but so much information because I don't really like those books. Um, but they do have a break. They do have a, a fight with the Dark Avengers, which we talked about like a year ago. That the mm-hmm. next couple Avengers movies were going to be New Avengers, Dark Avengers, and Young Avengers. So the Dark Avengers and Young Avengers could be the same thing. Because you could have the the Disney Plus shows creating the Young Avengers that eventually take on the Dark Avengers that we start getting through the movies with the Elena becoming the next uh, uh, Black Widow, so on and so forth. You know, getting a getting the Dark Vision, like maybe maybe White Vision stays somewhat evil, and then that's the Vision on the Dark Avengers. Like there's there there's a lot of things that you can do with having forming these two teams in two separate locations and then having them come together in an all-out fight with maybe maybe that becomes the new Avengers. Maybe we get a young Avengers movie, then a dark Avengers movie, and then in the uh, new Avengers, those two teams fight creating another team at the end. Because mm-hmm. I think what they're doing is that this version of Loki is an amalgamation of Enchantress and Lady Loki. Right. 
I think that's probably why he was like, don't call me that. Like he didn't want to be called or she didn't want to be called Loki. And call me Randy. Well, and when the way that she was moving through the bodies, what if Enchantress was just somebody she she connected to and found out? What if Enchantress has like innate mutant abilities like like Scarlet did, like Scarlet Witch did? Remember how there's the rumor that her being in, uh, confronted with the Mind Stone really set off this innate power that she has that we that we learned in the show. She stops that bomb from blowing up on their children. Remember that? Yeah. So there's rumor that the stress in such being in front of the Infinity Stone unlocked that mutant gene, and she legitimately is a mutant in the MCU, um, and she's been a mutant this whole time. Like, we're starting to see mutants start to unfold. What if being possessed by Loki does the same for Enchantress? That's going to piss a lot of people mm-hmm. off, because that's not really where Enchantress comes from. But I think people <laughs> will forgive it if it's mutants. I feel like at this point, the, go- the, the, the golden ticket is you bring a mutant in somewhere and people are just going to go, well, that's not Enchantress, but mutants. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So is that is I that what you were looking for for Enchantress? Was that enough? You want to keep going? Yeah. Any other questions yeah. about that? No, we're good. All right. So, and this is something <laughs> that Maurer, Maurer actually texted me last night about this, which was pretty interesting, uh, that all of these shows are the character fighting themselves. So you had Cat versus Cap. You had Vision versus Vision. You had Witch versus Witch. Now you have Loki versus Loki. No, 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 no one thinks that is cool. I've got nothing else on that one. (laughs) You guys. Um, Any any other soliloquies you want me to go on? Throw me a question. (laughs) Well, well, actually, the the one thing Loki said that he would never treat himself that way. So I forget exactly. That was when they first met up in the uh, rocks card or whatever. Oh, well, the rocks, rocks card's a big deal, too. Rocks, rocks card's a real big deal because that's rocks con oil. It's Mm -hmm. rocks on. That's uh. We saw them. Yeah, from Iron uh, Man. Well, the only no. You, uh, did you see it in Iron Man? No, they're uh, mentioned. In the back. It, it was mentioned. I don't. Yeah. You saw the actual the, logo you, for Rockstar in yeah. their logos in the which back. Iron Man? Uh, which I Iron Man? S- Had to have been two or three. Uh, I believe. I don't maybe think it was, two. Yeah, I don't think it was mentioned in Iron Man one. But here's all. the thing: for anybody who doesn't know why Rocksmart it was a big deal, is that Roxxon is the stand-in for evil corporations. <laughs> Like that, yeah. that Rocksmart was Walmart. That's that was that was it. Yeah, I think I think in the comics, Tony's parents were killed by Roxxon, right? In the uh, I'll, they they're involved in a lot of things. They're shady in every which way you could possibly imagine. They have been the catalyst to a bunch of different stories. They're the villains of a bunch of stories, but they also never. They're like aimed to a degree where they never kind of pan out to be the heavy hitters. Like they've never kind of. They're not like they're not the Hydras of the of the the Marvel universe. You know what I mean? Like even the TVA, right? Although I would probably put rocks on over the TVA because the TVA is a very small niche company, like or uh, organization in the uh, in the comics. They're they've only shown up a handful of times. Like they're not that big of a deal, which is why they can kind of make like when you see their first appearance in Thor, they're they're wearing like mechanical armor. They don't look like these the agents that you get from the show. Go ahead, Ryan. How do we feel about the theory that the judge is in league with Kang the Conqueror for um, Ant-Man and the Wasp? It's, it gets stronger and stronger with every minute of that show. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. Uh, we talked about last week, um, brought some of that information up. You can check out the YouTube video that's up. Um, I think, right? I put that Yeah, you're, it's up. Uh, <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, there was a couple things. Even in um, like in this episode, she's got a. If you look in the back, there's a helmet. Uh, it says A23 on it. Um, that's Avengers issue 23. That's her first appearance. If you look at the, that's more so her, but that statue right behind her um, in the office or in the center of the office looks very much like Kang. Um, we almost want to say that he might be pulling the strings right now. So wait, there is no timekeepers. There are no timekeepers. Right. It's just Kang the Conqueror. He just right. created the story, mm-hmm. so he's trying to control the timeline so he can move in, and that's what he does. Right? He's a, he's a time traveling villain who's yep. terrible. Yes, like I exactly. don't like Hang at all. But maybe the movies will make him cool, like they did with Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's my theory, Mister Menti. That's a that's a hell of a theory. That's a hell of a theory because the timekeepers are real. Like they are an entity in Marvel. Like they're not they're not. They, I mean, they're they're throwaways because they're not that big of a deal. That's my Kang, theory. Hang on the other hand yeah, is not a that's... throwaway. So if this all turns out mm-hmm. that the TVA was created by Kang, who realized that he can travel through time and just went to the beginning of existence and created the TVA, um, and then just kind of let them branch and then then use them to make a timeline that he can move in and out of whenever he wants. Although, wouldn't they see that? Wouldn't he? Wouldn't him alone create variants? Or they're gonna? Fl- That's to say, all of those variances are it's comics actually visible and real, right? They, right. It's comics. They'll just say he cloned him. They go, he 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 messed with the the machine so they can't see what he does. Like a throwaway sentence fixes that. <laughs> but that's a that's a good one. That's a real good one. So it really is. Mm-hmm. It's Enchantress Loki versus Kang. The the other question I had, and this is really, you guys might think I'm stupid for asking it, but I'm going to do it one more time. Okay. If reset charges are sent out to all these different places in time, why would that cause a variance if it's supposed to reset? It doesn't. It, right. Well, because it, 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 it's being sent to a branching timeline, like an emerging timeline, yeah. and, it, and it wipes that back to where it's supposed to be. If you send it to a place that's not a, it's just right. the actual timeline, that then itself creates a variant. That creates that branching timeline. So if I said, for example... Right, you to like you decided to do this podcast was and you weren't supposed to. You were supposed to record another episode of yours. You said, instead you came here. The right. TVA shows up. They drop that bomb, and then you fade away, and uh, all organic material fades away for the most part. Or I guess anything from the altar. I don't know how that works because they showed helmets and stuff blowing up as well. But <laughs> but the Earth was fine. Right. Um, anyway, that would then that would erase the timeline. Uh, going, uh, resetting it back to where it was supposed to be, right? Uh-huh. But if I send it to you, like on your fifth birthday, and then all of a sudden there's no rye moving forward, that right there is a branch in time. Yeah. Okay. So, so remember earlier when he was like, "You're just it's just a nice way of saying you disintegrate everything that's there." Right. So if oh, you did okay. that to you, the sure. actual timeline, that itself creates the branches. So if you if you if you put one down, it just disintegrates whatever's there. Exactly. It doesn't so just, know what's, what's right. They're not time not. resetting devices. They're just disintegration devices. Got it. That's what I wasn't so clear on. Here, That's what I wasn't here, clear Here's on. my question. Got it. Um, maybe you can elaborate on it. So everything has, everything's like color based. I'm sure you're taking notice of all this. So Loki green, um, what the lady Loki enchantress, you know, some, the, the power that she was using green. was green. <laughs> The uh, the reset charges are orange, orange or purple, right? So then at the end they're purple. Well, they're purple when they get turned on. So right, if now, it's matter and antimatter, that's probably what those two things are. 
So it's probably go ahead. Okay. So to piggyback on top of that, so in WandaVision, Agatha's whole thing was purple. All her power was purple. Um, I was reading some things here and there about how um, you know, Wanda could actually be involved in this. Um, not sure exactly how, and I, I can't regurgitate that article right now. Um, but you know, do you think any of that's in play? Well, do you, do you know who wears she's... a lot of purple and a lot of green? Kang the Conqueror. Kang, Kang the Conqueror. <laughs> <laughs> so if we're basing this just solely on color. We almost got that in unison. But um, I'll tell you what's hilarious about Kang is I shouldn't know anything about this character, but I do because when I was a kid, I had that little Kang three inch figure from the powers thing. And it's the only reason I remember him. I had the uh, early 90s Marvel card of Kang the Conqueror. I love those Marvel uh, baseball card collectibles. Mm -hmm. Those are my favorite. Moscow gave me a whole bunch. Did they really? Yeah, we talked about it oh. weeks and weeks ago. I completely forgot. You, you said, Moshko, you have those? No, he gave me. Um, <laughs> I, oh, did yeah, I? He gave me a whole box of them. I was wondering where that he set gave went. Me, I, I have, so I have a box, <laughs> and then you gave me a box, so I got a whole bunch of them. Yeah. I collected those and Garbage Pail Kids. That was, mm-hmm. my, that was my big thing when I was a kid. Love those things. So, so I, think, I think what you just saw creates what if. I think the okay. end of this episode creates. Sure. So each one of those bombs that went off in the timeline somewhere creates a what if version of the mcu timeline as we know it um which is what you want to is going to go around and gather the the multiversal avengers thing that that's the rumor of what that of how they all tie together and that's how that show ties into the mcu because remember they said it's an animated show in canon so if it's in canon how does that work with you know t'challa as star lord well kill ego and boom there you go Starlord was never born. Shachalas gets picked up. There you go. That works. Mm-hmm. It works. Uh, I I think I think what we just saw is a big deal. I think what's going to now happen, though, I think the way it's going to end is that Loki is going to find a way to maybe fix the timeline. Yeah. And then is going to not. Is going to just let it go, let it be destroyed. He's just going to go. You know what? I think I think what we're going to do is we're going to find out with the other Loki. Where the other Loki was like, it's not about you. Which, by mm-hmm. the way, same thing that that um, what was said to Doctor Strange. That um, what's her name? Good point. Uh, the ancient one. Ancient one was like, it's not about. I mean, you. some of your uh, uh, some of the shots we saw in the so, trailer support that theory. I mean, there, there yeah. there's a lot of chaos happening. I, yeah, I was just recalling that as I was looking through the um, <laughs> the timeline dates and stuff like that that was showing up on the computer. So I thought, oh, I'd be, you know, ahead of the curve here and look some of that stuff up, took screenshots of it, and then wasted, like, a lot of time looking at things. Come to find out everybody else did it, and I could have just read it like <laughs> anyone else. Um, but, yeah, we haven't seen, the what, Vormir? We know that was in the trailer, you know, when he's standing there with a figure, which before we thought maybe was, um, what, Gamora? Uh, at least that's who I thought it was, but now it couldn't, in fact, be Enchantress. But isn't there a timeline where isn't, like, when we saw that Multiversal Avengers image, remember that, like, T-shirt or something, Mm -hmm. that merch that got leaked? Wasn't Gamora on there? I'm pretty sure she was. I don't recall. Like, there may be a version of Gamora who who takes Thanos' place. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the thing. There's just so much left in the show. Like, I, I... What? How... Episode two finished was how I thought episode six and the season would end. So I, I have no idea what's going this on. This isn't going to have an end. 
The right. show's right. the show. We're gonna wrap up what happens to Loki, and I bet you Loki. It's gonna be like he stays. He creates the multiverse. He finds a universe where he gets to be king, and he has his final ending, passing the torch on to our now enchantress Loki. Um, and he gets his his deserved ending, like everybody else in the MCU has been getting. Right, the redemption arc. So he gets to be king. Mary was born to be mm-hmm. king because every so far, like all the main points that they that the dialogue has in both episodes come back around to the end. So it would lead mm-hmm. me to believe that everything we've heard so far is going to come back around to the to the end of this. And they keep talking about Mobius saying, "Well, doesn't he want to play another role? Well, maybe he becomes this altruistic leader." Maybe he becomes the new king of Asgard in another timeline, and it's the most prominent Asgard we've ever seen. Maybe he's like almost like Doctor Doom, because Doctor Doom, people love Viria, don't hate him. <laughs> they they love that man. So just saying, I don't. Know. And uh, look, mm-hmm. I know Doctor Doom and Lady Loki have a whole thing together. So this Enchantress Loki could also be bringing in Doctor Doom in some which way. Uh, there, there is all of these shows are just setting up the next phase like this is phase four it's not this this is the glue that's connecting us to phase four phase four is going to start with the eternals yeah i think so i think they're going to consider this these shows are considered part of phase four but i don't think this is actually phase Mm -hmm. four i think this is marvel's way of getting us to phase four this is these shows are iron man 2 iron man 2 is just to get us the avengers right Tony Stark mm-hmm. is barely in that movie. No, I mm-hmm. feel like Rye just like his mind just <laughs> just exploded a little bit there. You okay <laughs> over there? Yeah, his screen time is dramatically Tony Stark is barely in Iron Man two because they were trying to set up a lot of other things. Iron Man two. The second oh, Iron you're Man talking movie. about wait the one that came after one okay. and before three. <laughs> Right, I love He's, the movie. His runtime in that movie is the lowest of any of the Iron Man movies. movies. And <laughs> why I would you think that would be? No, I'm talking. I'm, I'm, oh, but I'm you're, just not, saying that you're not talking the, about the point CG of that movie was to give us or, the Avengers. Or, right, that's the goal of that movie, and they had in order to pull that off and right. tell us stories and it. pull in entities that are going to pay off down the line. They had to cut some of Robert Downey Jr.'s screen time to do it. So that, that's it. All I'm saying is that these shows are their way. This is Iron Man 2 okay. for, the, I, for Phase 4. I mean, it's also the only reason why yeah, I'm like, not you, there wasn't a Cap 2 before Avengers. Iron Man was the only one who had two movies before the first Avengers movie. Uh-huh. I no, mean, I think they think made the Iron Man with the hopes had, of making a shared universe. What they were even doing. Uh, yeah, because it ends with saying you've just a part of a bigger world. You s- you think so? I've read that it was reaction. Their response to make a shared universe was reactionary. Like they reacted to the fact that fans I went hear- nuts on the I Samuel heard that. Jackson's thing at the end, which was a joke originally. That's what I read. I read it was. I read it was supposed to be like a fun Easter egg joke for the fans. And then when fans grabbed on it and went nuts, that's when they decided. I guess it's a possibility. Turn it into a real thing. I don't, I, I don't know about I that one. It's, look, it could be true. Yeah. And it, it could be, look, there's a, there's a timeline where it absolutely is true. It could be know. this one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because, and that's yeah. the thing that I just don't <laughs> understand about how this there. works. Because would the Could TVA be, be doing, like, if it's Branch Universe Theory, which... I guess this is their version of branch universe theory because like Moshko, you could decide to just hang up this call and stop this podcast right now, which you probably, we probably should since we're over time anyway. Uh, but you, you could probably stop this podcast Segway. right now, which would indeed just you thinking about that. Wouldn't that create a branch time? Cause there is a universe where you did it. So wouldn't there be branches happening constantly that the TVA is continually, continuously removing? No, well, well, that's why the Avengers are not, like, on trial. Like, that's why Steve Rogers is not on trial, because there's a set way it was supposed to happen, and they have eyes on that whole thing. Sure, but the reason that there are multiple timelines and there are multiple branches is because you have free will and choice. Right. Right? So you, Mr. Hergood, in another universe, just said the same thing in I mean, a very different way. The way different this way. show is set up You also, rules. in another universe, are a kitten. <laughs> the way the show is setting up its rules thus far that's not true that, that like, and that's my point and the, so and how, the show is like like trying to break us free of those chains like how be but how do you stop free will like how does kang conquer or how does i mean i don't think though i i think we're getting too far out there because i don't think they're going to answer yeah. this question maybe maybe you think it's free will you as the individual thinks it's free will no, but no, because but, they're coming behind you and wiping it out then it's Technically, right, not but wouldn't they be but deleting constantly deleting no, other universes with you, no, when the, you're when you're presented with choice? Because in another universe you went one way versus the other, so wouldn't it constantly be happening? That's the whole point of the multi Marvel's multiverse is gigantic, dude. Where Cyclops' energy beams <laughs> come from a universe where everything was destroyed and it is nothing but that energy. So that means his eyes are portals to another universe that's comprised of entirely that energy. That's how crazy the multiverse of Marvel gets. But but the first episode of Loki clarified that that the variances they're chasing are ones that cause variances with an it, it, uh, infinity stones. That's why there's a drawer full of like used up infinity stones because the oh the, I didn't hear that the variances anytime you did something you no were supposed the to. variances are getting caused specifically by magic or power that's beyond the realm of an average human being. That's what this is about. This is not about just oh. someone making a different free will decision. That's why when they pull the drawer open and they look in, there's all these like, that's when Loki has that like moment where he's like, Oh wow. This is the real true power of the universe because these infinity stones, which had power, you know, changed something and then got like depowered, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, I missed that. That's a, that's a huge, and yeah. that ties in. That sucks. That sucks. That sucks because it was the thing I hated the most about Endgame, which is that the and honestly the MCU is and it's weird for me to say this that the Infinity Stones are just so important to every story and they are it's yeah, but the, this fair, story but just so told us important they, here. Yeah, but this story just told us they aren't like. Well, you no, that, be happy. wait, no, hold on, that's not true. That's not true because yeah. Loki Loki goes to the volcano, sets out the trying to create a branch universe just by telling everyone they're going to die. So it's not an infinity stone. It's a decision that you make outside of where the timekeepers want you to go. The infinity stones are just part of that that only work in their universe. So they were able to collect some because like here, prime example, when um, everything's going to hell in the final, the finale of the episode and the judge grabs that stick off her table. What do you think that stick was? Because to me, that is um, from uh, Dr. Strange. That was the staff of a living tribunal. And if it's the living tribunal, who's the person who oversees the multiverse, who theoretically should be 
wiping all this out when things get too crazy is the person who should be in charge of all this. That's a huge Easter egg if that's the staff of the Living Tribunal. If we're getting into a point where the Living Tribunal shows up, that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the, I see your point about like going to the disaster, that not being an infinity stone, but I think the Time Bureau, the TVA, making moves could also call, cause variances. I'm, I'm talking about their original reason why they arrested Loki and didn't arrest all the Avengers for their decisions is because they were supposed to do that and he right. was not supposed to take an infinity stone. And Right, I get that. But yeah. there's multiple decisions that you make in your life where you're supposed to and you're not supposed to do things. Mm-hmm. And in the, the, the branch universe theory, those are two different universes. One where you did, right. one where you didn't. I don't think it's fully branch universe theory. I don't it, think it's it Marvel's is. it's Marvel's version of There's it. some kind of like science like for all we know it could be the, your worst fear, Menti. It could be that behind the whole TVA is an infinity stone. <laughs> <laughs> like there's there's just a big giant stone. like the, the, one, the, the power in the comics the, we remember we saw a giant infinity stone the size of a silo in the comics right, right. in a Guardians of the Galaxy book. It was pink. I don't know what stone that was, yeah. but it was they they remember everybody had infinity stones at that time. I don't know. I don't know. It's Moshko's giving me the it's time to go side. So we're gonna wrap this up, and I'm and I have a feeling there's gonna be more of these because we have plans for Friday shows, and then Loki comes out, and our plans go right out the window. So I have a feeling that's gonna happen <laughs> again. So stay tuned. If Loki is not that good, you're gonna get a different kind of show. <laughs> Uh, all right, on that note, meant to do that Very thing. True. All right, deal. You, meant to do that thing. There you go. You can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside, your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew, and we appreciate the support we've been given thus far, so thank you for everyone who comments and, and shares. Uh, also, make sure you head over uh, to Emerging Gamer. Check out the 300th uh, episode. Definitely go ahead and check out the their E3 coverage and give, uh, give those boys a pat on the back, because that's a, a huge milestone. We now have an official YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Emergent Gamer. Go check that out as well. And if you're going to go yeah. there, you might as well go to ours and subscribe because we need that badly. <laughs> we should have been doing YouTube a long time ago. Uh, so, and then go to Moshko Collectibles and go buy some stuff. You know, support, support, support. Uh, I got to put the pay promotion thing up. Why? Silly, silly. I'm just I'm about to I'm say, you, yeah, you go there, check out Moshko Collects everywhere. For your own stuff? <laughs> No, when you post videos, you need to put paid promotion. If there's any mention of a business that's backed by the podcast, whatever. Well, well, go there and support. Details. Don't go buy anything. Support how you feel like you should support. <laughs> no, buy stuff, please. So, yeah. No, no, no. Well, hey, I'm trying good. to make it so you don't got to do the paid promotion. Support, which means give them money. No, it's, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, On that note, it's been fun. I'm sure I'll see you in episode three. <laughs> Bye.